Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. This past week, I spent several days at Prineville Reservoir. Anybody Prineville Reservoir been there? A few of you, maybe. It was a little warm, 107, 110. But it's my favorite place, and it reminds me of my childhood when we'd go camping every summer. And it's full of memories. One particular memory, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to share, is when some family friends who were camping next to us came, and I asked one of my friends if I could borrow his bike. It was just a little bit too big for me, but I thought, no problem. And he agreed with one condition. Just don't crash it. I told him, of course not. Well, as circumstances would have it, I lost all control of the bike while going down a steep road and totally crashed. Head over heels. It was traumatic. Immediately, as any six-year-old would do, I started screaming in pain. The other campers came to me, and I just screamed for my mother. My family on the other side of the campground could even hear the screams, and so Mom came. She came to my aid, and she drove me to the local medical office in Prineville for evaluation. And while I was a mess and in quite a lot of pain, nothing was broken, and I survived. I offer this story of my childhood as an example of trust. When I was in need and distress, to whom did I look? It was my mother. I put my trust in her, and she would do her best to make things better. In many ways, she helped me build a foundation of trust, not just in her, but more importantly, in God. She was a major force in my upbringing in the faith. And because of her, I learned that God would always be there, even when nobody else would. From her, I learned that my true treasure was in Jesus, and that in him, I would entrust my heart. And I have. But as we know, life is not so simple. Somewhere in our lives... All of us, myself included, when we were probably very young, someone lied to us. Someone betrayed us. Maybe a rumor started, they started sending out and spreading false stories about us, or hurt us, or neglected us, or abandoned us. With each of these traumas, our sense of trust was eroded. Our identity as one beloved by God may have become shaky. We may have begun to accuse ourselves, saying things like, I'm not lovable. It's pretty obvious. I'm not good enough. I'm worthless. I am such a failure. And we start to believe these lies all the way into our adulthood. And some of us never get out of them. Then we start to begin making promises when we've said these things to ourselves. Like, I will never be vulnerable again. Mm -mm, no way. I will never love or trust another person. They're just too dangerous. I will never let someone get close to me. 
And in turn, all these thoughts then will apply or can apply to our relationship with God and his love for us. See how damaging this, this can actually get. And of course, there's Satan hanging out there. He's the accuser, the father of lies, and he's encouraging all of this. He wants us to go to that downward sp spiral because he ultimately wants our destruction. He wants us to believe that God really does not love us. That God can't really be trusted. You can't count on him. He's holding out on me. He really doesn't want the best for me. He's just waiting for me to mess up so he can punish me. This is a common reaction. I've heard it from some of those strong Christians when especially they have been inflicted by some illness or something. They go, what have I done to be punished in such a way? My friends, these are all lies. These are all lies. And we have to reject them and live in the truth that God loves us. He is dependable. He does want our good. He is not out to get us. And coming to know him and these truths is the path of healing, freedom, and a life of abundance. In the letter to the Hebrews today, we heard a reflection about how Abraham trusted in the Lord in the face of impossible odds. How could God give Abraham and Sarah descendants as numerous as the stars of the sky and the sand on the shores when they were old and childless? How could they find the land that God promised would be theirs? None of this was in front of them at the time. Neither understood how these things could come to pass. Have we been in those situations where we don't know how we will get through things? What did Abraham and Sarah do? They trusted the Lord. They had faith in God that he would fulfill his promise. And he did. God gave them Isaac and Jacob, and through them, the end of the descendants, their family would come to the promised land. It would take time, of course, but it did happen. And in a real way, we... Here are descendants in faith. Their descendants. Imagine had Abraham and Sarah not trusted God, who knows where we'd be right now? Well, maybe we'd be on the beach. Oh, no, I don't know. Maybe we'd be at a, a, a restaurant. I mean, who knows what we'll be doing, watching television? We're here, though. Jesus in the Gospel of Luke encouraged his disciples and subsequently us not to live in fear nor invest in that which is fleeting. We heard that our Father in heaven wants us to be in his kingdom. He wants us to have eternal life with him where there is no fear, no pain, and no tears. In heaven, God will set all things right. I mean, think about the stuff that's going on wrong in your life, in my life. I'm thinking, well, I can't wait till that all gets set right even more. He will heal our deepest wounds. Those wounds that we don't even want to admit we have. He wants us to live in freedom, joy, and peace in eternity. Here, yes, in some ways we'll receive some of those, but all things will be made new in eternity. But see, the hard thing is that we want all these things to be right now. I mean, I do now. But this 
as Father Davis told us many times, right? This is not heaven. Suffering still happens to us. Suffering still happens in this world. Jesus himself suffered. He went headlong into it. Thank you, Jesus, for he going headlong into it for us. But remember that Jesus conquered the powers of darkness and Satan himself. And the fulfillment of that victory will only be completed in heaven. There will be victories here. The victory has been had. But we ourselves deal with the little battles, though actually they may feel really big. In the meantime, God has done something breathtaking if we really want to think about it. And I want you to think about it. God has put his trust in you and in me. Isn't that crazy? He, God's either crazy or he knows exactly what he's doing. And I'm pretty sure he's not crazy. So he's called you and I to go and make a difference in the world. A world that desperately needs us. To be agents for good, mercy, and love in the world. He's entrusted us to love and care for others so that others can be healed and come to know God's love for them. Many people do not know God, or they do, and they've rejected him. And it often comes from deep-seated pain and suffering. We need to go out and trust God will work through us. Because, right, we might go, who am I? What do I know? How can I help out? Like, you know what? A smile goes a long way. You don't have to be a walking theologian. Just love the person where they are. Maybe mention your faith. Then others will be freed and not overcome by their battles with darkness or the lies that they have believed about themselves. They need to see through us that God is trustworthy. And why? Because God is trustworthy. He is the ultimate source of our well-being. Not just now, but a thousand years from now. A million years from now. Do we think in those terms? Uh, barely, right? Uh, my astronomy hobby helps me. I look at something that's 40 million light years away, and then God has led me longer than that. That's a mind blower. So when we ride our bike down the wrong paths in life and crash and burn, he will do more than pick us up and give us a Band-Aid. He wants to heal us and completely restore us. His perspective is eternal, and he wants us to have an eternity of joy with him, with all his angels and saints. And you will recognize him if you get there. In fact, you're going to be surprised. I know I hope to be. You're here? Wow, God is merciful. And, of course, that other person saying, yeah, you too. Hmm. God is our ultimate treasure, my friends. And where our treasure is, there also will our hearts be. So homework. Let us go out today and through this week, no matter what happens, and trust in God. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org 
We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.